Hello, y'all. Welcome back to the expansion of the Kingdom Ministries. I am here with a word about forgiveness. So, this isn't going to be your typical scripture forgiveness type of word. This is just something that's raw, authentic, and it's just real life, like, I know that we can apply scripture to our everyday life and to our um, society and the generation that we're in, but this is just really talking about main life, and of course, scripture is going to support what I'm saying, but um, yeah, you know, I just felt the Holy Spirit leading me to just be um, like a friend that, you know, you can talk to, and this is like, um, a venting slash counseling slash, you know, just one-on-one, um, chat, but, um, I just wanted to get on here and say, you know, forgiveness, um, we should, first of all, forgive because we aren't, greater than God, you know, and God obviously forgives us, and he, um, he forgives those who we don't like, (laughs) he forgives those who have hurt us, he forgives those people who have betrayed us, um, who have, um, formed together to try to hurt us, who have sexually abused us, who have manipulated us, who have lied on us, um, anything from A to Z, God forgives that person. And it's hard to wrap your your head around like, God, how could you forgive um, him for touching a little girl? Like, how could you forgive you know, them for jumping me? How could you forgive them for cheating on me and breaking my heart? But, um, you know, God is above our understanding and, and he is, um, he's pure love. Um, and so forgiveness just comes so quickly to him. It's, it's easy for him to forgive. It's easy for him to look past people's faults and flaws it's not easy for us you know um even when Jesus was on I said it wasn't going to be about scripture here I go preaching even when Jesus was on the cross one of his very last words was father forgive them for they know not what they do these people spit put a crown of thorns literally crucified this man to the cross, whipped him, beat him, did all kinds of just evil acts to this man. Yet he was on the cross in pain, bleeding out of his pores, bleeding out of his eyes, bleeding out everywhere. Yet he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So if that doesn't summarize, you know, the forgiveness of God, then... I don't know what will, but I'm here to talk about us. You know, we're humans and we tend to think when we decide to forgive someone, 
a lot of times it takes time. It takes years. It takes, you know, for us to even come to that agreement, okay, that we're going to forgive this person for what they did to us or these people for what they did to me. It takes us some time to even come to that conclusion that you're going to decide to forgive this person or people. But even when you do that, you think, or at least I did, um, you know, if I forgive this person, then it's just going to be over. I'm not going to have to deal with, you know, the the sting of what they did to me, like the heartache, the pain, the anger, the confusion, the frustration, the everything that it comes in. That's why I said sting to just summarize up all those emotions um, of what what that person did to us, what those people did to us. Um, that it was just going to go away when, once I gave it to God and once I told him, okay, I forgive these people, I lay it at your feet, here, here you go. But I learned quickly that that was not the case. Like, I would say that I forgive this person, and then weeks later, months later, you know, years later, a day later, I would find myself thinking about what they did to me and I was I felt those emotions all over again. Um and so it was I was confused because I was like, "Okay, God, I gave this to you. Why am I still thinking about what they did to me? I forgave the this person." Why do I still feel angry? Why do I still feel betrayed? Why do I still feel hurt? Um, why am I still crying? You know, it's been years. I, I thought I forgave this person. I thought I let it go. Um, but what God showed me was, is that it's it's always going to sting what these people did to you, what this person did to you, it's always going to hurt. It's always going to to be like, dang, why did they even do this, you know? It's always going to bring up that sting. But what he said was, you have to make a decision right then when you feel that emotion of anger, of sadness, of bitterness, of confusion, of, you know, frustration, of of just everything that it comes with. You have to to tell yourself. What we tell ourselves is so powerful. Um but we have to tell ourselves, I forgave this person. I forgave this person and I gave this to God. So I don't have to hold this anymore. If it tries to come back, I don't have to receive this anymore. And what we see is we see people, let's just say um, two people are in a relationship. And this person cheated. And I'm not talking about repetitive cheating because that's a no-no. And for some, even just one-time cheating is a no 
But who are we to judge if someone, you know, is married to someone, has a child with someone, and that person cheated on them, you know, one time? Who are we to judge if they want to forgive them or not? You know, that's that person's heart. That's that person's life. That's that person's relationship. So if they chose to forgive them, then they made that decision that they're going to put that cheating mistake in the past and they're going to forgive their partner and they're going to move forward. Well, what we see a lot of times is that person and it's trust me it's not their fault but we have to take responsibility for our own actions if you made the choice to forgive someone for cheating on you then you have to make the choice to deal with the emotions when it's brought back up and what i mean by that is we'll see people and this woman forgave this man for cheating. Or, you know, this man forgave this woman for cheating. But they always bring it up. When they, when it gets brought up in their mind, when they feel that anger, when they feel that hurt, when they feel that betrayal, they just start acting funny towards their partner when their partner didn't do anything. And so then their partner's like, babe, why are you tripping? You know, why are you mad? Why are you upset? And then their partner's like, you know what, nothing. And then they're just, they're rude, they're snobby, they're distant, they're cold. You know, or they're in an argument and they're like, well, you cheated on me, so why, so why are you mad that I went out without telling you? And they start to use that as an excuse um, to justify their own behavior. And so that's just an example of how unhealthy it can be when you receive this unforgiveness that you already gave away that you already told yourself I forgive this person you know um uh, a father and a daughter relationship the the father wasn't there in her life and he failed her but she's 35 now and he finally said you know what I'm sorry can we can we restart our relationship right here can we can we start to build our relationship from right here and the daughter says yeah that's all I've been wanting but then she holds on to that anger and that resentment and that unforgiveness and so it doesn't allow her father to actually get close to her and it doesn't allow them to build a relationship and so what God is saying is when you hold on when when you forgive someone and the offenses come back into your mind and you feel that anger all over again and you feel that hurt all over again and you feel that frustration all over again. God says, it's okay to cry about it, you know? But after you're done crying, after you're done feeling what you're feeling, you have to tell yourself, you have to, to let your mind know that I already forgave this and I gave it to God, so I have to let this go. I can't hold on to this. This is too heavy for me to carry. And, and you're not doing this for the other people, trust me. You're doing this for yourself. Because when you hold on 
to that type of pain. That type of pain is like a mold, okay? That type of pain is like a mold, and there's fruit in your life. And when one fruit is molded, the mold spreads, and it starts to eat all the fruit in your life, okay? And God is saying that you have to nip it in the bud right when you think about it, right when the offenses pop back up into your mind. You have to throw that one piece of moldy fruit out so that way your your fruit can stay fresh, your fruit can stay prosperous. If you don't throw out that one moldy fruit, if you don't nip that that unforgiveness that comes back into your mind, that anger, that pain, if you don't nip that in the butt, if you don't throw, th- throw that out, that that will rot the fruit in your life. What, what am I saying when I, when I say this? That means that it will steal your joy. It will steal your happiness. It will cloud your vision. It will begin to manifest in little things in your life, which will determine the big things in your life. If you hold on to that anger and that hurt, then you will begin to act in anger. The littlest things will frustrate you. The people that you love, you will hurt them in the same way that you were hurt. The things that you love, you could even abuse those things, neglect those things, harm those things, and it could be detrimental to your future, to the promises that God has for you. And so God is saying that the, the the one way that the enemy tries to slip in is he he will see someone, say, I forgive you. I forgive this. I give this to God. And he thinks, okay, that doesn't mean anything to me. Because if I creep in 10 years from now and I whisper, your mom didn't do anything about him touching you. She didn't even say sorry. She didn't even acknowledge your pain. Then you can be taken back by that and feel that wrath and feel that anger all over again. And if you're not careful, you will hold on to that anger and hold on to that unforgiveness. And it will start to eat the fruit in your life. My God, I don't know who I'm speaking to. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but trust me, You're not alone. Sometimes I think about what was done to me and what the person that is your hero is never supposed to let you down, let me down and hurt me and and broke my heart. And And I think, you know, I just break down and I cry. I'll never, ever 
get the acknowledgement. I'll never ever get a 100% pure, sincere, I'm sorry. I'll never get it. But I made a decision to forgive. I made a decision to give that to God. Because I want to live happy. I want to be in peace. I want to live the life that I want to live and that I know that God has for me. And I don't ever want to hurt anyone, my future children, my future spouse. I don't want to hurt them the way that I was hurt. So I have to make that decision to let those things go, even when they creep back months, years, weeks later, days later. I have to constantly, we have to constantly make that, tell our mind and and make that decision that I already forgave. I already let this go. I can't hold on to this any longer. But sometimes, even the strong need to break down just for a second, even if it's just to cry and let it out. God is saying that that's okay. But you have to let it go. You can't hold on to that. If you haven't even gotten to the point where you made a decision to forgive, I'm encouraging you to forgive today. I'm encouraging you to let it go. Because you're only hurting yourself. You're only stunting your own growth. You may think that because you're not dealing with it, everything's fine. But it could pop back up months down the road, years down the road, decades down the road. You think you got rid of it, but it pops up like, hey, I'm back. No matter what, if you keep running from something, you're always going to be going in a roundabout, in a roller coaster, on a ride, in circles. It's always going to come back to you until you face and deal with it. And that is a promise. You have to deal with it. You have to deal with that anger. You have to deal with that unforgiveness. You have to deal with that betrayal, that hurt, that heartbreak. And I'm here to tell you that people think that your first heartbreak is a love. No. Oftentimes, it's your parents. Oftentimes, it's people who are your family and who are close to you. So trust me when I I know how it feels to have your heart broke. I don't see you. I see, God says, I don't see you. I see the little you. I see the five-year-old you, the child you. I see you, and I see the hurt, the abandonment, the abuse, the loneliness, the being put aside, everything he sees. He doesn't see, you know, the 35-year-old man. He doesn't see the 21-year-old woman. He doesn't see. He sees, but deep down he's looking at your inner child just that little child that was hurt, just that little girl that was touched, just that little boy that was abused. God sees you, and he's holding on to you. My God, he's holding on to you, and he was always with you. 
and we don't understand why we had to go through that. But God says later you will know. Later you will understand. If I never went through what I went through, I would not be the woman that I am here today. And that's a promise. And everyone says that, and it sounds so cliche, and we always, you know, hear that saying, but it's so true. I would not be the woman that I am today if I didn't go through that. I wish I didn't have to go through it. Some of the things I wish I didn't have to go through. But I can say that I'm better, and I'm stronger, and I'm wiser. And I'm more close with God because I allowed it to bring me closer to him instead of push him far away. And when I allowed it to bring me closer to him, it made me realize the things that were killing me, the things that I needed to let go, the forgiveness that had to happen, not for the other people that did that to me, but for myself, for myself. So if you ever need anyone to talk to, know that you can come to me. Um, I really hope that this helped you. I really hope that this will be a beginning and a start, a fresh start in a journey to healing, to forgiving whoever you need to forgive. And I'm just praying that this opportunity, this chance for you to be able to to make a decision to forgive, that it will load in, that it will lighten your load, the carry some, the heavy burden that you've been carrying, and that it will direct you into our Father's arms, and that it will deepen your bond with Him, and that He will show you, um, you know, because when we hold on to things, and then we let go. No one talks about how hard it is to unlearn behaviors because of what you've been holding on to. When you are in constant, abusive, toxic, unhealthy relationships, and then you come across a healthy relationship, you almost don't even want it because you're so used to the toxicity. And that's the same thing when we've been carrying unforgiveness and we finally decide to let it go, and then we finally learn that it's gonna be a constant battle in our mind to decide when these feelings come back, that we, that we know and stand firm that we decided to forgive. How hard it is to unlearn everything that we've been carrying in every, you know, some of us have learned to function in dysfunction, you know? And so God is saying that um, it's time. We're almost into the new year. It's time for you to start that healing. It's time for you to start that process. And if you know anyone, if God put anyone on your heart, if someone comes to mind when I'm saying this right now, please share it to them. Please be, you know, a chain effect. We need to be links that are creating a chain that, you know, we are spreading the word and helping people. Um, who who needs to hear this word, you know? Um, so I thank you so much for listening all the way through. I, I just, my heart goes out to you. 
um, and know that God loves you so much, and I love you guys so much. Until next time, God bless.